Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Welcome to another episode of Fearless Rider with Heidi McLaughlin, where fear is no longer an option and confidence is a goal within reach. And now, here's your host, Heidi McLaughlin. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fearless Rider. This is the show for those who are looking for more confidence in the saddle and also in life. I am your host, Heidi McLaughlin. And on today's episode, we will be talking about awareness. But before we go into our topic, I want to talk about my decision to do this podcast. Many people have asked me about my reasons for starting a podcast and also what my future plans are. First of all, navigating into the world of technology was not easy and took a lot of perseverance on my part. The learning curve was slow, and many times I I just wanted to give up. But I am proof that if you work hard enough, you can teach an old dog new tricks. (laughs) So since I can't control the future, I believe that all I can do is control myself. So to begin with, one thing life has taught me is that the only things we are truly responsible for is ourselves. I am responsible for my own life, my own feelings, and my own actions. The decision that I made a while back to take personal responsibility for my life and my actions improved my ability to respond to external factors that I don't necessarily have control over. I mean, no one likes to feel out of control, but we can control our response to it. So when life throws us curveballs, how we respond to it defines our true character. So let's talk about the obvious, the coronavirus. I think it's safe to say that this COVID-19 virus has turned our world upside down. I don't know one person that has not been adversely affected in one way or another. Some even more than others. Some of the stories I've heard and witnessed are so sad. 
There are people who have lost everything as a result. In my case, and with most of my colleagues, our businesses have simply stopped. Horse expos were canceled, clinics were canceled, and my communication with my audience, as well as my teaching, came to a screeching halt. Being that this is uncharted territory, my first response, if I'm totally honest, was fear. Fear of the unknown. How dangerous is this virus? Were people going to be dying left and right? And and how long would it last? After a while, I began to experience sadness. Sadness about the events being canceled. Events, events in the horse world, such as horse shows, rodeos, competitions, as well as other planned events, such as weddings, graduations, funerals, birthdays, births, and deaths. I mean, I could go on and on. After experiencing It's kind of hard for me to talk about, but after experiencing bouts of depression and anxiety during all of this, I do, I did what I do when I feel like I have no answers, and I began to pray for directions. Directions on my business, directions for my family, directions for life. It was not long that I started to experience a feeling of empowerment. I felt empowered because I was determined to figure out a way to connect with my audience, my clients, and my students. I felt so distant from my job, from my passion, and from others. I knew I had to do something. Financially, this virus has taken away my ability to pay for any type of advertising or advertising campaign or, or filming or, or editing of videos or the money to put myself on TV or do commercials, something to which people wouldn't forget about the important message that I have to offer. Sadly, social media such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter have become so oversaturated that out of my 20,000 fans, only a handful see my posts anymore. So what was I going to do? I did contemplate giving up, retiring. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that. At times I was ready to throw up my hands and just walk away. But then I thought about the hundreds of people who now ride without fear, with a renewed confidence, just because they learned my method. That's not because I'm something special. That's not a feather in my cap. But it is my method. The method that I originally fashioned for myself to help myself out of fear. And then... As God would have it, I began to teach it to others. I remembered that no one out there does what I do. Yes, there are plenty of horse trainers, plenty of clinicians who do have programs for fear. 
But I'll tell you this, no one does it the way I do. And why is that? Because I don't think any of them experienced fear to the degree that I did. Why am I different? Because I am not a horse trainer. What I am is a former fearful rider. And I know what you're feeling when you're in the saddle and are a bundle of nerves. I know how bad you want to be a good rider, a confident rider, who feels in control in the saddle. And that's why I wrote my book, Kick Your Fear of Horses. And that's why I started conducting clinics. One positive thing that this virus has taught me is how much I value my husband, my family, and my home. I realized how much I've sacrificed in the, fast, in the past few years by being away from home so much. And even though I love what I do, being on the road so much in the past few years has truly taken its toll on me. So as a result of God showing me this, I have decided to limit my travels in the future. So that means I will be limiting my appearances in clinics that have taken me away from my home as much as it has in the past. On a personal note, my mother died this past May. And had it not been for this virus, I would have been on an airplane heading across the country to teach a scheduled three-day clinic. I would have missed her last breath as I held her hand and told her I loved her. Excuse me. But since I know my message is still important, and also since I'm not getting any younger, I decided that a good solution would be to start a podcast. I wish I had the money to film myself and share it on YouTube, but the expense and the logistics of that made it impossible. And creating a podcast, while frustrating at times, is affordable. Another thing this virus has taught me is that I can live on less money. Like many other people, we had to tighten our belts and figure out what was truly a need and what was just a want. Therefore, even though my bank account might be less, I wanted the podcast to be free. No cost to listeners. And here's why. I realized that the journey God put me on from fear into confidence, that the wisdom that he gave me to write my book and to develop my method, and the confidence that our Lord gave me to speak in public arenas and to lead my three-day clinics was not necessarily for me to make money off of, although it would be nice. (laughs) I mean, so I knew if I walked away from all of this, my method would eventually die with me. So I decided that my wisdom should not be kept a secret, especially since it was a gift from God. Although, I will accept donations. (laughs) Okay, we got to get a little lighthearted here. It's getting serious. 
So one woman recently asked me how long I would do my podcast. Like, how long are you going to do this for? She says to me, I said, I don't know the answer to that. I told her that I would broadcast until I run out of things to say. And I will write until I, until I run out of words. But I do know that I no longer want to waste my energy trying to sell myself or hustle for gigs because life is too short and I want to live every bit of it doing what I love, close to the people I love, and in gratitude for the lessons God has taught me and the talent that he has given me. So this is probably a good place to segue into today's topic of awareness. I think all of what I just said shows a lot of awareness lately on my part. We can choose to learn from our past or we can curse the darkness. But once you learn, once you choose to learn from your past mistakes, that's where awareness comes in. Remember what the dog whisperer, Caesar Milan, always says. You must become a cool and calm pack leader. Well, the same goes with horses, and the same goes for your life. In order to get the results you want, you must learn to be responsible for your life and every aspect. Remember that only you are in control of your thoughts. You have the ability to stop thinking about something negative and start thinking about something else. So how do you do that? Well, it starts with awareness. Awareness is how we begin to change bad habits. Once we become aware, we can catch ourselves sinking bad sinking back into bad habits or bad thoughts. Feeling out of control in life or in the saddle is a bad feeling. It's scary and it's frustrating. But once you begin to improve your awareness, your ability to respond to external factors that you may not have control over begins to improve. Awareness is the first step to change. You can't change what you can't admit. So once you admit what you are doing isn't working, you will start to become aware. And once you are aware, you can start catching yourself before you go to what I call the dark side. So let me give you an example. You're riding in the saddle and you start to become fearful. Stop yourself and take notice of what is happening right at that moment. That moment when you become fearful. Use your intellect and keep your cool. And remember what happened that made you become fearful. After putting your horse away, analyze it. Think about it. Even write it down. I I talk about in my book that journaling, especially while you're in this process, is very effective. Figure out what happened at that moment and think about that situation you were in 
You became fearful because something happened that made you feel out of control. Remember what I said last week. Fear begins where knowledge ends. So ask yourself, what made you fearful? Why were you afraid? What do you not know or you're not good at that made you not have the knowledge you needed to stay calm and cool in the situation? The good news is, is that when fear comes up, it's telling you what you need to work on. Sometimes I try to replicate some of the situations that I found myself in and work on how I might better, better handle myself in the same situation in the future. I have been in situations where a group of people are riding and something goes wrong and I, and I watch well-meaning people begin to raise their emotions and their voices and start shouting out towards the out-of-control situation. And all this does is add more stress and confusion to the situation at hand. We have to remain cool. Just like with dogs and being a calm pack leader, we must be calm with our horses and we must be calm in our lives. Staying calm in stressful situations is a learned skill. Again, it requires awareness. It requires practice. And I have realized that if I stay calm, then the horse does too. Don't just hope that these random situations won't happen because they will. And you must be prepared for them. Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And the outcome, whether good or bad, is up to you and reflects the practice you put in to controlling yourself and therefore your horse when it happens. So remember the first step to change is catching yourself and then changing your thoughts. Self-talk is a great tool for this. I will say to myself out loud, nope, I'm not going there right now. And then I will consciously change my thoughts. It takes practice, but it's extremely effective. I not only do it on horseback. I do it when I'm driving in the car. I do it when situations come up in life. And again, it it takes self-control and practice, but it is effective. It keeps me from losing my cool in accidents or dangerous situations. It helps me keep my cool so that I don't get into road rage situations. It helps me deal with negative situations that happen where there's misunderstandings, harsh words. I learn to keep my cool and it has been effective in my life as well as on horseback. Um, I remember someone telling me once when I would get upset driving the car and a person in front of me was doing something stupid or cut me off or made me angry. And these few words resonated with me and really changed my life. The person said to me, 
Why are you giving so much of your energy to a person you don't even know? Now think about that for a second. I am giving my energy, whether it's positive or negative, I'm giving my energy to not only something negative, but to someone I don't even know. Now, if I want to be a positive person, if I want to make a change in the world, if I want to become a better mother, wife, or even horseback rider, I have to control my emotions. And my emotions are my choice. Again, this takes practice. Anytime you want to change, make any type of changes, first you'll become aware. This is not good. How I'm handling myself is not good. Then you will start to catch yourself and you'll say, self-talk. Nope, I'm not going there right now. It's not worth it. Or nope, I'm not going to lose my cool right now. I must stay calm. It is effective and it works, but you've got to practice it. You have to be conscious, aware to make it happen. So start becoming more aware. Stop yourself when your thoughts become negative. Concentrate on what you want to change and then go make it happen. Because only you are in charge of you. This is Heidi McLaughlin, and I am here for you no matter where you are. If you have any questions or topics that you would like me to touch upon, please shoot me an email at Heidi at FearlessRider.com. Again, that's Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, at FearlessRider.com. So until next week, may God bless your journey into fearless riding and into fearless living. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Fearless Rider with Heidi McLaughlin. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and please rate us and give a review. For more information, go to fearlesswriter.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.